Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moretz. And the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustle, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Thursday night throwdown has begun. Series XM Channel 159 of the Sports Grid Radio Networks will welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. There's a lot of stuff to unpack, including the Florida Panthers. Overtime victory 3-2 final score. The Florida Panthers have now won 10 straight overtime playoff games. The second longest streak in NHL playoff history. The Montreal Canadiens won 14 in a row from 1993 through 1998. Uh, but it's a little bit deceptive. The fact of the matter is the Panthers are now 7-0 in overtime. Um, in this uh, postseason, and suddenly we've got a series. Everybody wanted to bury the Florida Panthers. A series hasn't um, started until a team wins or loses on their home ice, home court, home field, and um, this series was no different. There, you know, tonight I think was was a real example of what the sport of hockey is all about. Actually, in the sense that the Florida Panthers really didn't all play all that well, right? The, the, the Vegas Golden Knights look like the better team. And there were times in this hockey game where I was thinking to myself, wow, Vegas are going to sweep these dudes. They're just, they're, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, they're more skilled. And there's nothing Florida can do. And you, you got Florida won the game, right? Florida won the game. But Florida look like they're skating in quicksand. They look slow. Suddenly they look small, man. Right? They look like Belmont, uh, Belmont Stakes jockeys on skates. And, and, and the Vegas Golden Knights look like the Undertaker on skates. It's like you got Undertaker and Kane on the Vegas Golden Knights, and you got a bunch of sort of short dudes and a couple of French dudes from Quebec, a couple of Euros, and Matthew Kachuk and a Russian goalie. They're quite the motley crew, this team. And, but they won the game. And I tell you what, a bounce here, a bounce there. And I'll tell you what, I like the Florida Panthers tonight. I like them more on Saturday night. They're going to play better on Saturday. They didn't really play well. They they basically got like you know they got they got a reprieve. They were about to lose, man, and they showed nothing. There was nothing. It wasn't like oh yeah, they're about to score or you know. I don't even know if I got a chance to tweet. I tweeted out a few things during all these games tonight, but I basically said I said you know they're running out of time and like it's getting real now. There was like eight minutes left, six minutes left, four minutes left, and there was no urgency, and Vegas were not threatened at all. And then it was just one of those flash type of things that happens, but that's hockey, right? That's hockey. And I would expect the Florida Panthers to play better in their next game. The question is, what's going to happen with the Miami Heat? From what we understand right now, I'm seeing reports that Tyler Hero will not be available. Like... 
are the Miami Heat really trying to like intimidate the Denver Nuggets with this Tyler Hero stuff every day? <laughs> right? Ooh, Tyler Hero. Ooh, Tyler Hero. Okay, well, we better change everything. Tyler Hero. Hell, if I was a Denver Nugget player at this point in time, I'm sure they feel the way we all do. All right? Yeah, let them play so we don't have to look at his goofy-ass outfits anymore. All right? Forget about, like, Ron DeSantis screwing around with Disney and stuff. He should... Stop dressing like this. <laughs> this is sports rage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Let's roll. The late night anger management class. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. It's a Thursday night throwdown. You know how we roll. You know how we do this. We got a full house on the program tonight. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. The Panthers winning overtime again. Makes them, what, like 7 0 in overtime uh, this year. They've won 10 consecutive overtime playoff games. Yeah, but as Dave Mustaine once said, so far so good. So what? You're still down 2-1. There's work left to be done. And as Rosie Perez stated, we're going old school here tonight from old school Megadeth into the real white man can't jump. Uh, When she said, sometimes when you lose, you really win. Sometimes when you win, you really lose. And I don't know. It's somewhere in the middle tonight for the Florida Panthers, in which the Florida Panthers really did not play well uh, tonight. The Florida Panthers are lucky that they are not down three games to none uh, right now. And I'm hearing the coach's voice right now. The coach, the great the legend, Dennis Green. We let him off the hook. You're damn right you let him off the hook. You're damn right you let him off the hook. You're two minutes away from going up 3 nothing. The Stanley Cup would be in the building. The dude with the blonde hair and the white gloves would be there. You, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if the Vegas players started to drift for just a couple of seconds thinking, oh, my God, we're about to be up. Like, it's going to happen, right? They're they're normal people. Like, they're not robots and stuff. So they're going to look up at the clock and think, oh, man, there's only 2.20 left. This is pretty good, <laughs> right? Like, they're starting to think. We saw the Carolina Hurricanes do that and take the pedal off the metal with, like, seven seconds left a couple of times and look up at the clock, and next thing you know, they give up a goal. We got a series right now, all right? We got a series. And I did believe and I did feel as though that the Panthers, there's something different about hockey, all right? Miami just needs to get lucky and hit a bunch of three-point shots tomorrow. The late night anger management class. This is Portridge. I am Renzi. At your age, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Let's 
control. This is Fortridge. I am Gable Brenton. The Pips, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustlove, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it Thursday night throwdown style. You know how we roll. So Dan from Valley is going to step up and in from the Bleacher Report. We'll talk NBA Finals with Dan. Uh, we've got Big Card Julio, Julio Rosario, kicking with us from the Windy City. And, um, of course, the Mile High City. He sort of rotates, although I think he's starting to become more of a Mile High City guy than a Windy City guy. That's just, uh, it seems to me he's been joining us more from the Mile High. So maybe we've got to change the name to the Mile High. It is, it'll be funner to talk about the Broncos and the Bears anyway. Sorry, Bear fans. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's besides the point. <laughs> so, Julio, let's talk about the Broncos. See if the Broncos can parlay this, um, this Denver Nuggets success that's going on. So, entertaining hockey game tonight in the sense that it felt like a big game. The series was definitely on the line tonight. If Florida would have lost tonight's game, they were going to lose the series point blank. It's over. They won the game tonight. It doesn't mean they're going to win the series now, but it means at least they're in it. They have a chance to go back to Sin City, tied it two. And I don't believe in, in the sense of what the league wants, but the ratings have been very good for this, and it would be beneficial for everybody if we can go like seven games. Vegas were the better team. They didn't win the game, right? Florida could be the better team on Saturday and not win the game, right? Like generally, we've got the UFC coming up, UFC 289, Right, and in the sport of mixed martial arts, generally, if you're you were better, you're gonna win. Like you know, what I mean, there's always the judging, but hockey really is. It's a it's not random, but you really do need. There's a fine line between winning and losing. Look, like I said, look at Vegas tonight. Look how close they were. They were pretty much dominating that game. I would say that they tried to coast a little bit too much in the last. They said, listen, Florida wasn't showing them much, so they were just sort of backtracking and passing the puck around and trying to kill the clock off. It's always dangerous when you do that. But it's also dangerous if you you, you play reckless uh, hockey as well. But nevertheless, we've got a series right now. And we also have some late-night hockey going on as we speak. And I tweeted out before the show started, am I the only one in the world? I'd say North America. I don't know. I, you know. We should ask the sports book. Am I the only person to put together a BC Lions money line Coachella Valley Firebirds hockey parlay tonight? It's the AHL, the Calder Cup, the American Hockey League. Coachella Valley. Yeah, that Coachella where the music festival is. Coachella, they have a hockey team. It's the Seattle Krakens. AHL affiliate, and they're in the finals hosting the Hershey Bears uh, tonight. And um, it's 5 nothing with about six minutes left, and we're on Coachella Valley with the BC Lions, who incidentally did win the, the football game tonight, CFL kickoff. Vernon Adams lit it up. The Lions look like a real solid, solid football team. Went into Calgary, punched the Calgary Stampeders in the mouth. Unfortunately, they punched them so hard, Calgary couldn't fight back enough to help the game get there to get to uh, over the number. It is what it is. We hit the Lions. We hit some touchdown props. We lose the total. We hit a bunch of in-game BC Lion money lines, and uh, we move forward. That's all we can do. And there's a lot of stuff to move forward with, including Rafael Nadal. Um, His absence has opened up. Opened up. The Avenue, and it's fitting that Alcaraz is also a Spaniard for, you know, a chance. You know, this is Nadal's. This is his playground. He's not there. Now it's Alcaraz's uh, turn, Yet he's got to get through Djokovic. There's another Joker, man. You got Djokovic, you got the Joker and the Joker, and you got the Tokers. All right, that's you tuning in. <laughs> we got Jokers and Tokers. J- Jokers and Tokers. We got Derek Dimes. Going to be stepping up and, and, and uh, joining us uh, tonight. Angelo Zara will kick it. A lot of soccer, obviously, uh, to get into, including the Under-20 World Cup, uh, Messi's arrival, uh, where is he playing, ticket prices. It's still it's still going crazy 
uh, right now. And the ticket prices just continue uh, to rise uh, as well. But as far as the Stanley Cup uh, finals are concerned, so now we're two games to one, similar to the NBA finals. All these games taking place in Florida is the place to be uh, right now. And congratulations and props to Florida Panther fans for not being the soft-ass, candy-ass, tight white T-shirt wearing, front-running bandwagon fans that go to Miami Heat games. See, that's the difference. If that was like a basketball crowd, a Miami Heat game tonight, like, oh, we're down one goal with two minutes left. We better leave, right? Florida Panther fan at least didn't leave tonight, unlike the Miami Heat fan. You know, the Miami Heat fan, they're all into it if they're up by 18 and stuff. But if they're losing, then, hey, you know what? Let's just hit South Beach up. You know, I'm not that big of a Heat fan. I'm actually a Nick fan. I'm just here because I'm here. Rabbit atmosphere tonight in the arena. And Matthew Kachuk, of all people, is the one that stepped up and gets it done. Unfortunately, we had that same game parlay with over three and a half shots on goal, and that did not happen. So the Panthers are minus 120 on um, on Saturday night. The total is five and a half right now. As far as the updated series price is concerned, the Vegas Golden Knights are now minus 280. The Florida Panthers are plus 230. We'll get into uh, the NBA Finals in a couple of minutes uh, here because, you know, as we say, only history teachers and uh, hair metal bands live in the past. So, you know, we've got to move forward. And it's it's on to uh, the NBA Finals. We'll hit the baseball. We'll take a look at the baseball card. We'll get into the CFL, USFL, MLS. Thursday, we always get into our soccer picks. Angelo Zara from, uh, from Dimers will join us. We've got Big Card Julio in the house. We got, uh, we got, you know, like I said, we got a full house. Dan Favalli from the Bleacher Report. Now, we were on the, the Denver Nuggets last night. And I, I'm going to go back to the Denver Nuggets once again uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, it's a massive game for the, uh, the Miami Heat. And people are going to talk about how, because they need it and stuff, but... I'm sure you've needed a lot of things or wanted a lot of things in your life. Because you need or want something doesn't mean it's going to happen. You can love something, but it doesn't mean it's going to love you back, right? It's, it's, it's a cold world. And Denver Denver have been pretty good at showing that killer instinct during this playoff run. None of their series have gone seven games. They got extended to six. They got a little sloppy against Phoenix. And uh, they got extended to six against the Lakers. I remember Jokic talking about not wanting to give the Lakers any hope, right? He basically, they they have that killer instinct in which every game is big. We don't want to give them any hope. We want to finish this off. Miami should be better now. You know, I, I don't like teams going back home. We talk about it, betting against teams back home after a successful road trip. Even in the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup and stuff, we see, you know, sometimes, you know, home ice, home court can backfire. The adrenaline can backfire. Teams are more disciplined when they play on the road sometimes. This is a really intriguing. It's a tough handicap. It really is this game. And it's a similar situation with the total. Is you know is the number going to stay as low as it is again? Are Miami going to shoot as poorly as they do? Their season is on the line. They're going to have to be more aggressive. But it seems like there's sort of a pattern, and the game that went over is more of an outlier than the games have gone under. The late night anger man, Rick Class, Sirius XM Channel One Five Nine. Let's do this thing. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a boop? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. The Panthers are who we thought they were. We just played them two times in Vegas. We let them off the hook. No, you really did. You let them off the hook, man. That is the definition, actually. It really is the definition of letting a team off the hook. You're a couple of minutes away from taking a 3 nothing, uh series lead. Uh, Mariah Mills is not letting Zion Williamson off the hook. There's been so much, like, real stuff going on this week that, you know, we haven't talked about John Morant. Like, you know, it turns out he was waving a fake gun. It's funny. I think John Morant's more embarrassed that he's waving around a fake gun and a plastic gun in a video, and he'd rather take the suspension. Like, man, that that kid's whack. And um, now it turns out Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson's not getting suspended or anything like that. But I retweeted a little bit about the Zion Williamson stuff, and we'll bring um, uh, we'll bring Derek Dimes in in a second day here. But Mariah Mills, who you know is a um, is a uh, model. And we use the term model. Um, what's the uh, what's the website? OnlyFans. That's it. I got to get my own OnlyFans page. Think think I'll get. Uh, you think I'll get like uh, some subscribers? Uh, OnlyFans. You know she's an OnlyFans. I e she's a triple X actress. I'm looking at her Twitter account. Pretty impressive. She follows nobody. <laughs> Zero following. <laughs> she's following nobody. She got 1.1 million followers. And she is going off on Zion. Some of it is like, um, well, it's like she's tuning into the show right now. It says, I have a name, and it's not a porn star. She just tweeted. All right, settle down, Mariah. Uh, yeah, no, she's going off, off, off. And some of the stuff is like, all right, you know, it's it's all, some of it is a bit much. Uh, but this one is the one I retweeted. Your bathroom was filled with soda bottles and cans. No wonder you're fat as F. You're not in shape. F you. I'm tired of being nice to you. You hurt me and humiliated me. Um, so as, that's just like, that's like the least type of thing. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, as I stated, she goes off. She should have wrote a book and got paid for this. That's what I'd tell her. Like, at least sit down and get someone to pay you for all of this. All right. So uh, it's a crazy-ass world. Uh, that's, that's life in the NBA. And I swear, last thing, she posted a video of herself at, at a Hawk and Pelican game. And I'm telling you, man, when I went to the Raptor-Laker game, like, nobody, players in the NBA, people don't realize it, they're not paying attention, man, <laughs> to the coaches during these TV timeouts and stuff, all right? There's a lot of, like, there was a couple of times where I was telling the team, yo, guys, like, come on, pay attention to the coach, man. I, you get it. So, you know, when, next time you see someone sitting there courtside, yeah, she's there for a reason. <laughs> she's, she's there for a reason. Crazy-ass world. Derek Dime steps up and in. Defeat the book. Let's defeat the book. Derek, welcome to the Rage. How you doing tonight? 
Oh, man, all good, all good. Had a pretty good day in the MLB. Um, and just excited to be here on the show, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good stuff. So let's take a look at the uh, Friday night's NBA game. I was on Denver. Um, I was on Denver in game three, but I'm not going to lie to you. I thought going into South Bay, I, before the series started, I picked Denver to win uh, minus one and a half. So I laid minus one and a half games in for the series spread. Um, but I was thinking, you know what, they'll probably split in South Beach. So I took Denver in game three. I've been on Denver in every game. But I got to be real with you. I'm not sure what's really going to be different uh, tomorrow. It seems to me Miami need to shoot 50% from three, and they need Denver to be bad to win, right? I mean, that's basically the gist of it. I don't suppose a genius. I think he's kind of out of adjustments. What could, what more can he do right now, or am I wrong? And what do you think of the point spread of three and a half? Man, I think you pretty pretty much hit it right on the head there. I was on Miami. I thought they'd come out with a little bit more juice there at home. Um, they played pretty well in their home court. I think they were five and three going into that game uh, in their home court here in the playoffs. Uh, but man, they just they did not knock any shots down. Thirty one percent from three. Like you said, they got to shoot almost fifty from three point range. I thought they missed a lot of bunnies there, right there at the rim that they could have made. Thirty seven percent right at the rim. A lot of missed easy layups. I thought the big adjustment that uh, that the uh, Heat could have made that they didn't. I thought Max Struess has been playing too many minutes, in my opinion. Um, if we take a look at the last series with the Boston Celtics, we all were raving about Caleb Martin and how great he played. And then he had that illness early on, so he didn't play a lot in game one and game two. But we know he can put up big points, and he's dynamic. He's kind of that dynamic uh, ball handler guy who can get to the rim. He can get his own shot. He's a lot more dynamic offensively than Max Struess is, and he's a little bit of a better defender as well. A lot, gives him a little bit of length and, uh, and, and range defensively, and, and they can do a little bit more when he's on the court. So I thought he didn't play um, quite as, uh, uh, as many minutes as I would have liked him to play. And Max Schroes really is, is a make-or-miss guy. If he's not making shots, he's really not doing much for you uh, on the Miami Heat side. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought coming into this that the Nuggets would win it in six. Um, I still kind of stand there. I think Miami gives their best shot here in game four just because I thought they missed a lot of easy shots there at the rim. Um, I have no interest here in this side, I think. <laughs> I think the Nuggets could easily blow them out. But I, I am more interested in the total. We see it here at 210-and-a-half. And I think this one goes over 210-and-a-half fairly easily. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm yeah, curious your take on this because I'm more of an over better by nature, right? I don't really bet unders because when I do, I lose. It depends on the sport, but when it comes to basketball, it, you know, I swear to God, bro, like if the total is 278 and a half, and I'm like, I'll take the under just because it's 278 and a half, it'll get to 279 somehow. So I'm more of an over better, but I got burnt. So I'm one and two betting the totals here to the over in this series. You know, it's. It's so reliant on Miami, but I get the feeling here that we, you know, this is more of a, you know, 110, like sort of a close game. You know what I mean? That 106, you know, 108, 106 type thing late in the game, 109, 106 type thing gets to the, you know, into the mid two teens in this game. Miami should shoot the ball better, but I, I completely agree with your Caleb Martin take. I've been riding Martin props throughout the playoffs for the most part, man. And I stayed all right. He was he wasn't well. He got ill, but unlike like you said, at least he can take it to the rack. At least he can finish in the paint. At least he can somewhat create his own shot. He's very good with the, the fake three and then taking it to the rack and and finishing it off. Meanwhile, these other guys, it's just you know kick back and pray that they hit their threes. I do respect the hell out of Miami, though. I'm not really in a hurry to lay the three and a half. Like, to me, this is the toughest handicap yet of this series, bro. This, this is just a tough game to pick. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. This is definitely going to be a very, very tough one coming into that. I'm in no rush to pick a side here in this one. I'm expecting, at, out of all the games, I'm expecting this to be the closest one um, because there's no way. You can't tell me that Miami's dying to go back to Denver and, and try to win another game. There's just, you know, if, if they lose this one, it's pretty much all she wrote. Um, and, and I think it's pretty much done as it is. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys that are surrounded by Jimmy Butler, I know people give Jimmy a, a little bit of trouble with, when he head fakes and goes to the basket and stuff. It's like a lot of these guys can't do much else but catch and shoot. You know, Gabe Vincent's a catch and shoot guy. Max Struess is a catch and shoot guy. They bring in Kevin Love. He's a catch and shoot guy. You know, Duncan Robinson's a catch and shoot guy. It's like who else is going to be able to, 
to create and, and, and make a basket here. So I thought he could have played Caleb Martin much more than he did, um, much better offensively and defensively. And then also another side I'm looking at it here is if you're going to have tell me that, that Christian Braun or Christian Brown, I guess he's saying it's pronounced, is going to score 15 points and go 7 of 8 and they lose by 15. I mean, if you're Spo, you got to be happy with that, right? I tell you what, I like this kid, man. I liked him at uh, Kansas. You just sort of need those competitors on the floor, man. If you, you know, to play winning basketball, stepped up with some nice defensive plays, created some turnovers. But that's the thing, if which Denver really haven't played well collectively. You know, Murray and Jokic have. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Porter hasn't had a great series. Caldwell Pope hasn't had a great series. Right, like if you look down, Brown hasn't had a great series. Like a lot of them, if you ask them how you playing, they'd be like, not very well. But as a whole, this two-man crew that they have here, man, with with Murray, and people aren't talking about Murray enough. But let me ask you, because we've been riding the um, we've been riding the Bam out of bio train here, right? The player props and the points to the over. I'm looking right now, Derek. They finally adjusted. They put up a twenty and a half uh, right now. You know what? He's got 26, 21, and 22. I'm going to go back to it. We're 3-0 and with Bam. It's, they've adjusted. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm going to do it. At 20 and a half, 21 and a half would scare me. 22 and a half, I wouldn't do it. This is the limit as high as I go. My final bid, bro. <laughs> I'm going yeah. I'm going to do it again, though, over 20 and a half. He's gone over this number, and we see he's killing it on the glass. And you see what Jokic, man. Uh, AD put up massive numbers. Like he, Jokic is an amazing guy, and he's an amazing player. But as you know, the opposing big man usually has pretty big numbers on the offensive glass as well on the on the um, on the offensive boards and points wise. We saw AD with the forty twenty and stuff. I'm gonna go back to Bam here over twenty and a half. Oh, I don't blame you. We rode uh, personally. I rode the Bam out of Bayou train as well. Uh, player prop. I played the double-double for him, so I think it was plus 105 for him to get a double-double. Nice, easy double-double, almost cash for us there in the first half. But yeah, I mean, at 20 and a half, that's the perfect number. Look, the, the thing here with Denver is, like, we know they're not trying to get a, a bunch of stops, but you're not going to outscore them. To me, they're the best one-two punch with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Um, they're going to score 30-plus points. Miami doesn't have enough firepower. If you're going to play, your, like you said, the rest of the role players have not played great. Um, they have not shot the ball well. I mean, there's been multiple games now where they, they're shooting under 30% for three. So, I mean, if, if you're going to take your two to go start two, Denver will take that every single time. All right, we'll hit this on the other side. I might be crazy. I'll get your take on this, but I'm taking Michael Porter Jr. over three-point shots again. If he doesn't hit him this time, I'm out. <laughs> but I got faith in the kid, man. <laughs> Bring it. This is Portrait. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah, 
it's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy? The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're gonna break his maiden. Really? But it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Oh, yeah, let's roll. The Late Night Anger Management Class, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. We'll get into UFC 289. Amanda Nunes puts her 22-5 and mark on the line against uh, Aldana. And uh, we're looking forward to that fight. Of course, you've got uh, Oliviera, DeBronx, and Dariush. Very interesting. Uh, you know what? There's just a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of fun fights on this card. Right, there's just they've they've got a lot of dudes and the type of fighters and girls that are gonna bring it. It's gonna be some blood on the mat, and uh, people are gonna be swinging for the fences for that bonus. But uh, we'll get into that uh, after, and we'll let you know how you can hear uh, our boy Matthias's new MMA podcast. And of course, we had Dan Ige on the show two weeks ago. Dan Ige showed up in Vancouver wearing a Vancouver Grizzly jersey. Well done, um, well well done. And of course, we had Eric Anders on um, last night. So UFC 289, we'll get to it. We're kicking it with uh, Derek Dimes from Defeat the Book uh, right now. Uh, we've got uh, Game 4 NBA Finals. So, you know, I was talking about Michael Porter Jr., Derek, and we were saying how Denver are winning without kind of their role guys. It really has been a two-man operation here with Murray and Jokic. Yet, I got to believe, listen, shooters shoot, and they're going to keep shooting, and eventually the shots are going to fall. And with Porter... The effort is there, and it's not like the shots are off-off. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of the classic, you know, around the rim, in and out. He's had a lot of hard luck, I think, Derek. If you look at the threes that he's missed, it's not like his shot is way off, in my opinion. And we know, bro, the kid can shoot threes. They're going to fall one of these nights. And I've already lost with it the last two nights. So I'm I'm in. Like, I'm just taking them all the way through here now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, Porter Jr., give me the Porter Jr. threes. And I swear to God, bro, the other night, earlier in the series, it was one and a half. I think it was two and a half, and he had two. Uh, That was the one. It was when they won the game in game one. It was two and a half. So he's 0 for 3 so far. It was two and a half, Derek, and they had the ball with like 18 seconds left, but the shot clock was about to go off, and they were winning. Most players in the modern NBA, dude, would just sort of turn the ball over, hand it to the ref, you know, whatever, the game's over. He took the three. He took the three, which I loved. He missed it, but I like the kid's style, and uh, I'm going to go back to it here. Let me get the exact uh, juice on this here right now. So, Michael, all right, they they went from two and a half back down to one and a half, but it's minus 175. What do you think? Does Michael Porter Jr. hit two three-point shots tomorrow? I say he does. Well, he's got to hit two. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's almost a I think he's 41.7, basically a 42% career from three. I mean, how long can this go on? He's, he's three for 10, two of 11, one for six, and 0 for two the last four games. He's due. I like it. I'm going to take it for sure. One of my player props as well. I mean, he, he just got, he's got to keep shooting. I don't like that he only took two the last game. He didn't play a lot of minutes. He's kind of a liability defensively. He has the length. He doesn't move very well laterally. Um, but as far as shooting the ball, he's one of the best in the business. I hope he hasn't lost his confidence, though. He looked kind of rattled the last couple of games. I think, you know what, I think they're going to encourage him to keep shooting because, you know, they're going to need somebody to step up and hit some shots. Uh, Jamal Murray's prop is um, Jamal Murray is two and a half, but it's also minus one seventy five. So I guess you know whatever it sums, it'll be three and a half minus one ten or whatnot in the morning, uh, depending on the book, etc. But is that too light for Jamal Murray? If anything, Murray has been pretty consistent. The thing with Murray though is. He doesn't take a high-volume amount of threes. He's not one of these guys that's going to give you 15 three-point attempts and stuff very much. In the series, seven, eight, and six, pretty consistent. Yet, he's a pretty damn good shooter. It's hard for me not to think that he can't hit three points, uh, three threes here. What's your take on Murray? Yeah, I like Murray. I mean, he can pretty much get whatever he wants. <laughs> he's, he's an elite player. I'm, I'm glad he's finally getting the shine he deserves. He was really killing it there in the bubble before he had that big injury. Um, but, yeah, I think that number is, is spot on. I'm, I'm afraid that I'm probably not going to touch it. <laughs> but I think if he, he could easily take five and make three, or you know what I mean? If he takes six, I think he makes three for sure. 
but it's just a matter of if he decides to take him or not. Well, he was a little bit more assertive attacking the basket there the last game, and if he decides to do that and gets to the free throw line, he shot eight free throws that last game, then uh, maybe he doesn't take as many threes. But if he's taking the attempts, I like it to go over, but there's some times where he really doesn't, he really doesn't launch it up that many. Uh, Derek Dimes kicking it uh, with us. Man, if you, I think if we're sleeping on something here, everybody, is um, so Jamal Murray, we're talking about three-point shots. We know about his scoring, but he's the first he's the first player to have um, 10 assists in three consecutive NBA Finals games since Magic Johnson. Right? Wow. So I'm seeing now his assist prop is seven and a half, Derek. I think that could well, that's one that could be flying under the radar. I mean, how can we argue seven and a half minus 120 when he's put up 10, 10, 10, and 10? He's put up three dimes so far. Yeah, that one I feel a lot more confident about. <laughs> that one I feel good about yeah. because essentially they're saying they're going to try to cut off the head. They're saying Jamal Murray's the snake of, of the Denver Nuggets. They're going to try to cut the head off. They're going to blitz him. They're going to double him, and it hasn't worked. He's still got 10 assists in, in all three games, and, and now he's, he's actually trying to score now. And they've done a good job getting Jimmy Butler in pick and roll action as well and getting smaller defenders on him. He's still rising up and shooting over the top. So if Denver attacks the basket and, and Jamal Murray does what Jamal Murray does, I don't see this being an issue either. I, I like that I like that much better than the three-point prop. I like the over seven-and-a-half assists. Hey, before we move on to some baseball, take a look at the overnight uh, numbers uh, here. Anything else uh, that catches your eye in the NBA? Any other player props or anything you want to bring up? Uh, nothing's jumping out on me right away, but that was definitely one I was planning on bringing up, that Jamal Murray assist. Over seven and a half, I really like. I like the Michael Porter Jr. three as well. Um, and I didn't see Caleb Martin's number, but I'm, I'm certainly going to play him. I expect him to play more numbers, whatever it is. I expect him to score over 10 points. I played his last game, I believe it was eight and a half. So I'm sure maybe it'll creep, creep up to 10. But I expect him to play uh, earlier on in this game. So I'm sure I'll be on his player prop as well. Yeah, you know what? I took it as well. And if you remember, so it's nine and a half right now. I'm seeing a nine and a half minus 115. Props are always a little different places, but that's the gist of it. And last night they dipped, and it's crazy, bro, because against Boston, he got all the way up to 18 and a half in one game. Yep. Like from from the neighborhood that he started, it's like the Jeffersons, man. He moved all the way <laughs> on up. <laughs> like, like he started at like eight and a half, and then it was like 18 and a half, and then it was like eight and a half again yesterday. And what was crazy, guys, you remember, he had eight points right away. It was like, man, this is an easy one. He had eight points in the first half. And then he got stalled, and he finally got to 10. So I'm with you. I think they should give him more playing time. If I was, they're not athletic enough. At least he's an athlete. At least he can ball, right? And it's nine and a half uh, there. I like where you're going with that. The other one is Martin does nail a few rebounds, too. He'll grab a few He'll, he'll gra- grab a few loose boards that are around for sort of points. All right, we had a guest on last night that liked that prop in the game with, uh, with Martin over. All right, so as far as Major League Baseball, um, is concerned. We got a ton of stuff going on, but the diamond continues. Um, so let's take a look at some of the uh, the games here. We got the Red Sox Yankees this weekend. Garrett Cole is on the hill. I saw Garrett Cole live Saturday actually against the Los Angeles Dodgers in LA. Uh, so Cole's on the hill against the Sox tomorrow, minus 170 overnight. Speaking of the Dodgers, same pitcher I, uh, that started against Cole Grove is a pick'em. You know, yeah, Grove's on the hill, bro, but anytime I see the Dodgers in a pick I have a hard time not taking them. I got to tell you, Derek, what's your take on the overnight baseball board? Oh, man, you read my mind right away. I'm a big Phillies fan. I'm out here about an hour away from Philly. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a little bit of overreaction with how they've been playing lately. They ran off, I think, four of their last five. They just beat up on the, the Detroit Tigers, and it's looking like, oh, they're pitching turning the corner. It's like, or they're just playing really bad teams right now. You know, they yeah. play the Nationals. They beat the Tigers. There's nothing impressive, in, in, in my opinion. Before that, they got smoked by the Mets. They got completely swept. And then we've seen the Mets get beat up here by the Braves. So I'm not overly impressed. They got Ranger on the mound, Ranger Suarez. It's actually one of the games I wanted to talk about. He's been pitching well his last two times out. Um, but the last three times these two, te- these two teams met, the Dodgers just beat the brakes off of them. They're just too, too explosive with the bats. I don't really care if it comes down to pitching. The bullpens are very similar. But I, t- I trust the Dodgers' bats much more than I trust the Phillies. Um, what else are you looking at? What else catches your eye as far as the diamond is concerned right now? Also, I looked at 7 o'clock game coming in. We got Christian Javier. And Logan Allen matching up the Guardians and the Astros as the Astros are coming off that that tough series there with the uh, Blue Jays. I was on the Blue Jays a couple times. I think the Astros once and then the Blue Jays once in that series. So they're coming up another tough one here. But I like them in this matchup. 
uh, to go under the total. I think we have it here set at eight. And when Logan Allison pitching very well, young pitcher, 24 years old, um, and the Astros really uh, have not been really smoking the bats yet. We know that they pitch very well. They still have some issues. They're trying to sort out with their lineup. Still, uh, Altuve still out of the lineup, and Javier's been really killing it, seven and one. I think he's won his last six straight. And uh, they've won the last six that he's pitched. Um, but two great pitchers here on the mound. I'm not expecting a lot of runs in this one. I'm looking at under the total here at eight. It was an interesting series with the Astros and the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays are an interesting team, man, in a sense. They're very streaky. They can beat you 20-1. to 1. When they lose, they're very emotional. They had the Alec Manoa demotion. So, you know, like if you follow the Jays closely, Derek, it almost feels like, man, they're not having a very good year and stuff, and, you know, they're, they're underachieving. Well, you know, yes and no, okay. You know, they're not, they're not the Tampa Bay Rays, but a lot of teams wouldn't mind being 36 and 28 playing in this tough division right now. Now they're suddenly getting pitching. Don't look now. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. They're on a three game win streak right now. And Kikuchi is sort of back on track here. The Jays are a team, bro. When they're hot, you play them. When they're cold, you fade them. I know it sounds simplistic, but I know this team pretty well. And I'm just going to keep riding the Jays right now, even though I like Valdez tonight. But the Jays are hot, and they're a good home team. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. The Jays are a team I feel like, like you were saying, people are kind of in on or out on. But they're a team that I think that everyone needs to be paying attention to when it comes to playoff time. Because they're they're bats, they can hit with the best of them, and if their pitching is just average, you know, if it's just average pitching, they have a chance. They can beat anybody. I mean, they just went out here and beat a very good Astros team, um, and handled them fairly well. They're playing great baseball. They have a lot of big big bats in the lineup, and they're a team that I think is very very dangerous come playoff time. All right, let's look at uh, the back end of the board. I tell you what, the Cincinnati Reds are suddenly a fun team, aren't they? They're big dogs, too, against St. Louis. I am not. I wouldn't lay minus 190 with the cards right now against this red team. No. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. They bring up the young kid that, uh, what's his name, La Diaz, I think his name. Yeah, De, like De La that. Cruz. De La Cruz. Yeah, yeah, De La Cruz. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he, I mean, he's electric. They got a lot of good young players here. I'm not saying that they're going to smoke the boards right away, but they're not a team that you can sleep on. They're batting 256 here on the year. Um, and I like them. I, I, I agree with you. I, I would probably take them on the run line. I'll take the extra run if they're going to give it to me in situations like this. Um, but there's no way I'd be willing to lay the 190 with the Cardinals right now. 26 and 37 here, really struggling to get it done. Um, I absolutely like the Reds in this spot. Otani's on the hill tomorrow night, uh, guys. The Angels against the Mariners. Uh, Castillo versus Otani. We got a seven and a half on the board there. Any thoughts on that game at all, Derek? Right away, man. I've been I've been fading Castillo there a little bit. I went against him the last couple times, and and we're, we're able to come away with a win. Obviously, anytime Otani's on the mound, you want to take a look at him and, and get a good look at what they're doing. Uh, what's their number here? Let me uh, one thirty right now. It's not bad. Oh. No, but not you know bad at all. No, but you're paying a little bit for Otani, but. Angels, we've talked about it. They've got something going on at home. There's a little buzz there. They're on a four-game win streak, 18 and 13 on their home field. Hey, um, great stuff, Derek. Let's do it again. Follow up Derek on Twitter at DefeatTheBook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Derek Dine for kicking it uh, with us. I am Gable Morancy, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. We're throwing it down uh, here. we got a full house. Julio, Angelo Zara is going to step up and in. Dan Valley will kick it uh, with us. Uh, the Florida Panthers managed to score late and then score early in overtime and um, defeat the Las Vegas Golden Knights. It's now 2-1 to one in the series. And they play Saturday night. We just talked about this NBA uh, final game four tomorrow night in South Beach. And it really is a tricky handicap. And I'm sort of getting flashbacks right now to, um, to like the last series talking about game four. I'm pretty sure it was. It, it actually exactly was. When I was talking about... Um, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. And I said, man, it's 3 nothing. You never know. Like, 3 nothing ones. Game fours are always tough because, you know, when a series starts, you have an opinion, you like a team, you take them in game one. Then there's always, all right, the potential bounce back. All right, you saw one game. Okay, now that's going to happen. This team will respond or they won't. And then you get game two. Then there's like, okay, now, well, now we've seen them twice. And now, okay, you know, now, now this is going to happen. It's very similar to the NFL for me. Like, you'll hear a lot of people say with NFL football, I don't really bet it until, like, week five. Or, you know, I sort of, I bet light early in the season, and I like to watch the teams and analyze. I'm the complete opposite. I'll absolutely murder it in the first, like, month of the season. And I know myself. I've been doing this a long time. As soon as it starts to get to around five and six and seven and stuff, that's when I find it trickier to, you know, to figure out the team and where they're at. The longer the season goes, like the later the season game is, the harder it is to handicap, in my opinion. And a very similar situation in the playoff series. This is Portridge. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.